Welcome to today's episode of If You Don't Know, Now You Know, drawing connections from Wuthering Heights to modern pop culture. I am Busta3000, and I'm here with the Reverend TJ Ducketts. This is the Rev checking in. Alright, before we jump in and start exploring these connections, let's have the Rev fill us in on chapters 21 to 28. Rev, what you got for us there? When we were last talking, Heathcliff had reclaimed Linton as his son, and Catherine was very sad about it, but now here in chapter 21, we find Catherine and Nellie, they go out um, exploring, because Catherine's a very restless girl, and uh, they see Heathcliff, and they go to visit Linton again. Uh, When they get home, Edgar uh, forbids this strongly, he does not want Catherine to see Heathcliff, but uh, Catherine secretly exchanges letters with them, which is uh, soon found out by uh, Nellie, and she puts an end to that as well. On another occasion, Nellie and Catherine are out uh, by the gate, and Heathcliff comes up and says that he thinks she should go see Linton. So they go and do this again. Uh, they see Linton, and uh, Edgar again forbids this, but this time on the way home there's a, a rainstorm, and Nellie gets sick, and Edgar's been sick the whole time, so it leaves kind of Catherine to be free by herself. And in this free time, she uh, secretly goes each night to go see Linton, and uh, they definitely have a, uh, a serious romance going on. After a while, Edgar, who had been forbidding these visits between Kathy and Linton, realizes that if Linton really does make Kathy happy, that he would like her to see him every once in a while, and since he is her cousin, uh, Edgar does start allowing visits between them. Uh, all this time, though, uh, Linton is very whiny, he's uh, failing in health, uh, the same as Edgar is, and uh, he's just a very needy child. During one of these visits, Linton is particularly nervous, and uh, he he reveals to Catherine that Heathcliff has devised uh, most of this romance and is trying to force... Uh, I don't like that. During one of these visits, Linton is particularly nervous and kind of fidgety, and he spills the beans to Catherine that Heathcliff has been forcing him to come and see her because he really wants uh, Linton and Kathy to get married so he will have control over the Linton state. And there definitely is some real feelings between the two, but uh, Heathcliff has really been pushing Linton to, uh, you know, get get the marriage done with. So uh, Heathcliff comes out. So Heathcliff comes out while Catherine and Linton are visiting and comes out and is very angry at Linton for not being uh, his usual self around Kathy because he wants him to make a good impression on her, and he starts to take uh, Linton back to the house, and Linton is very ang- uh, nervous, rather, because he knows Heathcliff is going to probably beat him, so he begs Kathy to come with him, and Kathy and Nellie do go to the Heights, and when they get there, Heathcliff traps them at the at the Heights, and um, won't let them out until Kathy is married to Linton. So Heathcliff separates uh, Nellie and Kathy at the Heights, and Nellie is trapped for five days. During uh, this time, Kathy and Linton are married, because uh, L- Kathy really wants to go home and uh, see Edgar, before her father, before he dies. So they are married, Nellie is eventually let out, she gets to go back to the Heights where Edgar is failing, and uh, eventually Kathy is able to convince Linton to free her to come back and see her dad before he dies. Now, Three Kaya and I were really talking about some connections between this book and uh, some other works in modern pop culture. Three K is going to f- fill you guys in on that. All right, so as the Rev was saying, he and I were discussing how Wuthering Heights actually relates to some works in modern pop culture in terms of the gothic themes and such, and we really hit on one that you might not see coming, the Batman series. That's a favorite uh, of mine. Both Batman Begins and The Dark Knight with the studly Christian Bale and uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal and Katie Holmes, who play Rachel. But we saw some very significant similarities in the two. There's the the aspect of forbidden love between Bruce and Rachel. And as kids, they're good friends, and there's always some 
some kind of romance between them, very similar to Heathcliff and Kathy in Wuthering Heights. And it kind of develops a little bit, but they never actually wind up getting together, and they kind of settle. Um, Bruce just kind of turns into presenting this guise of a party boy and hanging out with girls and stuff, but that's really just to keep his image up. And Rachel actually gets involved with the district attorney, Harvey Dent, who she really does love, but she kind of also always loved Bruce. And this is very similar to Heathcliff and Kathy, how um, Kathy goes with the suave Edgar. Her and Heathcliff have been just really romantically involved since they were youths. And uh, they both wind up settling, and this is a very significant plot element of all gothic works that relates between these two. Very true, 3K. And then there are just the dark overtones of both works. Both of them have just depressing themes and just are really just dark in nature. You can even see it in the, the title of uh, The Dark Knight, Dark Knight. The music and the way the movies are shot just really kind of present this creepy, eerie, scary feel that uh, kind of mimics the writing style of Wuthering Heights. And this is very significant for gothic literature to have these dark themes. And Rachel winds up dying in a very similar manner to how Kathy died. And these are just, again, these are things you're always going to wind up seeing in gothic works that uh, ring true for both these. And there's just kind of the foreshadowing, the eerie feel throughout the films that you kind of know something bad's going to happen. Uh, and it does wind up happening when Rachel meets her death, just as Kathy meets her death in Wuthering Heights. Oh, wow, that's, that's really fascinating. Never thought of it like that. So I think I've kind of showed how these two works can be considered gothic and are very similar in nature and plot elements and the overtones that go along with them. So I think we're about out of time for this week. Hope you enjoyed this week's podcast and learned something. I'm Busta3000. And I'm The Rev. And thanks so much for stopping by. Tune in next week, guys.